This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us and welcome to Hired. This is the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show all along the GKB Radio Network. And along with Daphne Ursu, who is our Senior Director of Human Resources at GKB, I'm Steve Wexler and our show is produced at the GKB Home Office Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Good morning, Daphne Ursu. Good morning, Wex. So this is a show where we discuss jobs, careers, recruitment, and focus on our own company, Good Karma Brands. We operate broadcast, marketing, and digital operations across the country, from California to New York, from Wisconsin to Florida, and in markets large and small. So, Wex, we have a new opportunity to talk about today. We are recruiting for a marketing consultant. Um, This is a salesperson for one of our brands in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and we will be joined by the general manager of that station to learn a little bit more. Plus, you and I are going to talk about integrity. We're going to try to tackle that this morning. I know. I'm excited about it. So, we're going to learn all about integrity and I think well, I don't know about all about uh, it because you we know only have like <laughs> we'll just kind of we'll, we'll scratch the surface but integrity as at least according to one of the thought leaders yeah. in American business the most important I wouldn't call it a skill it's a trait I guess I right? think it is I think it is and I think it's a muscle too right because you know mm. it's something that we should you know exercise quite often yeah, so we want I look, to be strong yeah I look forward to digging into that with you so we're going to talk about integrity and talk about some opportunities in our company as well so we have a lot to get to we will start with a new recruitment opportunity that Daphne just mentioned in our Milwaukee market that's coming up next on hired it's the GKB recruitment show here on the GKB KB Radio Network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired, heard coast to coast on GKB Radio Network. So, Daphne, yeah. we are now going to talk about a recruitment opportunity uh, in our headquarters city, yeah. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, yes. where I'm happy to report. <laughs> Spring has arrived. <laughs> yes, it is. Everybody in L.A. is saying, it's been here. I know, Everybody I know. Everybody is saying, it's been here. Why do you guys whine about it? Believe me, if you lived here, yeah. you'd whine about it. Absolutely. Um, but this opportunity is uh, in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and it is with 1017 The Truth. Now, you've heard us talk a lot on this show about good karma brands, and, of course, we operate ESPN-branded stations and platforms Mm -hmm. all across the country. But in Milwaukee, we have uh, a slightly different portfolio. Yeah, we do. Yeah, with a little bit of, uh, what, it's been two years? Two years? I believe it's been two-plus years, yes. So that other voice you just heard belongs (laughs) to uh, our good friend and teammate, Cherie Harris. Cherie is the general manager of 101.7 The Truth, WGKB in Milwaukee. And welcome to our show, Cherie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so excited that you're here. Yes. Yeah, I know. We could spend a whole hour talking about how Cherie and I got together, figured out what we were going to do with this new brand and but now I, it is two and a half almost two and a half years two and a half yeah. years when i got the spam email from you <laughs> do tell yes she was convinced that it was some kind of scam email yeah. because all of a sudden out of the blue i'm like we're gonna build a new brand we're building a radio station mm-hmm. yeah she gave me that same look, same look. Yeah, yes, exactly. yes, right yes. electronically right, that right. Same look. Like, hmm. i said sheree we really are and we got together and all these years later we've built this new um a black 
focused talk and personality station for the community called The Truth, which has just uh, taken off. And we built it during the pandemic. And now Sheree is here to tell us how we're trying to grow it further. Yeah, I'd love to hear about that, too. And also a little bit about you. So Sure. Yeah, so Wex talked a little bit about how you found out about this opportunity. Um, But yeah, tell us a little bit about what brought you to GKB first and then kind of go into a little bit more about 107. Absolutely. I'm happy to share the story. As Wex said, that I did receive an email from him um, just introducing the idea of a black talk station in Milwaukee. We didn't have a name. We didn't have a clue what we were going to do. But I was very curious and I wanted to learn more about the idea behind it and what the focus is going to be. So we had a great conversation, great meetings about um, myself and learning more about WEX and GKB and then the purpose of the station. You know, is it going to be community centric? Is it going to be more news? How are we going to develop this station that we now call 1017 The Truth? And so we had the great meeting of the minds and we hired some very talented people who you hear now on 1017 The Truth uh, during the pandemic if you could believe yeah, that because yeah. that is a challenge in itself Indeed. to yeah. build a station and not be in front of people and hire people through teams and try to learn their personalities but we we're able to accomplish that yeah. and so now we have two and a half years later this award-winning platform that mm-hmm. embraces Milwaukee black community that talks about current events, pop culture, sports, entertainment, uh, <laughs> politics, you name it. Life, we talk right? we Life talk in general. Life. Right. And, and there's a new lineup too, right? And the new lineup that mm-hmm. launched um, April 3rd, yeah. home opening day. So since that day, uh, mm-hmm. when we began talking about it, we built the on-air uh, lineup and uh, you've revamped it and revised it as we've continued to grow. And so now, obviously, we're trying to uh, build out our sales organization. And here at Good Karma Brands, we call our sales team marketing consultants, and we do that really deliberately. Sheree, talk for a minute before we talk about this particular mm-hmm. job. Why do we insist on this job being a marketing consultant as opposed to calling them a sales person, even though obviously sales is part of what we do every day? Right. Sales is part of what we do every day, but as a marketing consultant, you're d- diving deeper into the partner's objectives. You want to learn more about their company. You want to build a relationship, establish credibility, and build confidence with the partner to help understand like how can I solve this problem for you and that problem could be reaching that target audience um, expanding events and ideas and opportunities but not just on air it's more of this grow your this help grow your company with our audience and we have on air opportunities we have events we have endorsements where we can do that but we can also do it digitally as well and so for me as a marketing consultant because back in my day it was called an account executive <laughs> but a marketing consultant is so much more it's just you're just putting so much so much effort into that partner's business and you're doing a, a great service to them helping the business helping solve their the, problems exactly right? obviously our assets we believe can help them Exactly. Uh, do that. We're talking on Hired with Cherie Harris. Cherie is uh, the general manager of 1017 The Truth. So, marketing consultant for The Truth. So, what experience are you looking for? So, what does a successful candidate for this MC role look like to you? A successful candidate will have a passion for sales, a passion for building businesses, being tenacious and getting out there and just networking, Mm -hmm. getting to know that person and that company and building a great rapport with them. And you want and of course, experience is 
um, necessary, but that experience may not have to be necessarily in radio. Okay. It oh, can so be, I could be in a sales career yeah. outside of the broadcast industry? Exactly. Not, you, if you have sales experience where you sell paint, we have an MC who sold paint, and wow. that person... Right, right. right. And I remember was, when we met her, and yes. she said, oh, I've got all this sales experience, yeah. and we said, oh, what have you done? And she said, I've been selling paint. And okay, first off. Yeah. That's, I mean, selling right. paint, right? Selling paint, that's like, so... Yeah, that's a... Yes, it does. Yes. It is very yeah. challenging, because... couldn't do it. You're not just selling colors, you're selling ideas for yes. the home, right. interior, exterior design. You're solving right. somebody's problem. Exactly. Right. And so that's what we're looking for. And so it necessarily, you do not necessarily have to have media experience, but you do have to have the passion. You do have to have excitement about what we do and have the buy-in that we're doing something great. Mm -hmm. And so if you're coming to me with that, you know, information about who you are and just show me that show me your resume but show me your personality i want to learn more <laughs> i love that um and so even though um some experience is necessary we do have some type of training that we would put a person through if they said hey you know i got some experience may not be in paint but it is some sales experience <laughs> <laughs> um right. but you know i still you know i'm a little rough around the edges maybe haven't done you know maybe sales in a couple of years but is there some type of training that we would offer um the right uh, candidate yes um good Comer brands does offer training we will set you up with our pds team which is our partnership development specialist right. team exactly mm -hmm. and it, they will teach you how to set up new business calls how to make how to do cold calling um how to reach the right person mm -hmm. and not only with the pds team but then you're meeting with other teammates across the company because we're in 1017 um, the truth is in milwaukee but good karma brands we're in west palm beach we're in cleveland and you're setting up you're you're being set up with a big brother or big sister in that field as a marketing consultant. So you're not alone in this. So, Cherie, you talked a minute ago about the resume, which might look really great and, you know, error-free and lots of interesting experience. Mm -hmm. But then you talked about somebody coming in and really selling themselves and being uh, passionate about either us or about themselves and about uh, their value. As a hiring manager, if you see the resume and it looks technically correct, mm -hmm. but the candidate maybe isn't all that impressive or exciting, Versus somebody who comes in and is really passionate, but may not have the best looking resume in the world. How do you sort of go about judging that and trying to correlate or um, reconcile the two? That's a good question, because I know a resume may not tell the full story. And so the ideal person, I, I want them to feel I want them to be invested. Hmm. Do your homework. Know about our mm -hmm. station. Know about GK Good Karma Brands and the other brands that we have here in Milwaukee. And just share some examples about, you know, your challenges in your field, whether it's sales or something else. Be vulnerable with mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and be transparent. That's, when I'm, that's who I'm looking for, mm -hmm. the type of person I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Because when you're out there in the field talking to a partner, that's who they're looking for as well. Someone who's honest, someone who cares about the business, and someone who's invested. You know, we talked on today's show about the word integrity. Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about an article that Daphne and I had both read about sort of integrity. Without it, everything else sort of collapses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And you just sort of touched on it. You used words like honesty and transparency and being uh, authentic. Um, would you agree that a basic sense of integrity about doing the right thing is critical and mm -hmm. kind of a non-starter if you don't see it there? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely, because if you're not, 
if you don't have those core qualities, it's going to come through. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out very soon that this may not be the right opportunity for you, and there's some another place you can go because in sales, it's it's not a it's not a mind game. It's not something you can just fake through. Right. It's definitely something you have you have to have integrity in this business. Mm-hmm. And it's so important for us to offer that to the partners that we work with, right? So, right. you know, we have a very um, phenomenal you know phenomenal brands here, and so we want to make sure that we have the right people um, supporting those brands and um, speaking about those brands to our partners. So, yeah. so Sheree, before we give everybody like instructions on where to run yeah. to to find out uh-huh. more, yes. last shot. What yes. do you want to say to everybody listening about this opportunity and this brand uh, here in Milwaukee with the truth? I would say, and I've learned this from um, a, a friend of mine, when you look at our what we're looking for in, in the consultant at 1017 The Truth, and you and it, you may not check all the boxes, that's okay. Mm. Because if you have the passion, you have the experience, and you know you can get out there and develop relationships, apply. Yeah. Apply. I love that. I love that, too, because we (laughs) talked about that before. We were talking about integrity and things because those other things you can teach, right? Absolutely. So if somebody has a little bit of sales experience, you can take them from a little bit to more, right, through training by spending time with our PDS staff, as we mentioned, Mm -hmm. our PDS team, as we mentioned before. But you can help them with those skills that can help them be successful in that, that sales role. So that is great. So if someone's listening and they want to find out more about this opportunity, where would they go? You want to go to Good Karma Brands forward slash careers. Ooh, okay. So that's www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. Learn more about the truth. Yes. Learn more about the story. I think if you click, you can find a picture of Sharif. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> you say, oh, that's Sharif. One yes. of you two having fun. You in the same photo. And, yes. Yeah. Oh, you is guys, that right? Yes. Both of you guys are in the I same photo. I made the website? Oh. Yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> well, now we're going to have to change yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I brought it to someone's attention. So. And yes. it's probably gone by the time the show airs. <laughs> Sharif, always great to see you. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your story, the truth story. Um, of the many great stories, Daphne, here at Good Karma Brands, this is one that I am of particularly course proud of and yeah. happy about and yeah. uh, so excited that Cherie is continuing uh, not just to like run the business but to grow the business right. with passion and with excitement for the community and uh, and for our partners so yeah. good luck with the recruitment yeah thank you good I may thank, apply thank you for oh, being yeah. here oh the, hey I may hire you yeah. <laughs> you I heard a may, may. I heard a may GM of the truth with more information since I'm obviously not on the board. Anybody else, please go for it and uh, make your application known. More of Hired along the Good Karma Brands radio network coming up. So welcome back to Hired, heard coast to coast on the GKB radio network. So we've talked a lot on this show about what we're looking for when we're recruiting. Why we've talked Gosh, over the weeks, Daphne, about core values and culture and skills and questions to ask and answers to some of those questions. Sure. Um, and we've talked about culture ad. But Warren Buffett, he says that if you don't hire for integrity, kind of nothing else really matters. In fact, he says in a recent article that I read, everything can kind of collapse if you don't have integrity um, sort of holding it all together. Do you agree with that statement? I agree with that completely. I think that integrity is really truly that foundation. And if you think about it, it's the foundation of a lot of things, you know, in terms of a business, a customer would want to come to a business, they want to know that it's a strong business that they can trust that business, right? And also same thing when we're recruiting, and we're adding to our team, um, we want to know that the person that we're bringing on to our team will fit and also add to our core values where Mm -hmm. we talk about being honest as one of those core values. And that's where that integrity comes in. 
So integrity as sort of a uh, trait or a skill in recruiting, or I guess when you're looking for work as well. Um, let's talk a little bit. And the, the article that we looked at uh, this week goes into some of the detail because asking somebody, do you operate with integrity? Most people aren't going to say no, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Most people would say, sure, uh, right. I do. But they offered a few tips because one of my questions for you is, how do I know integrity when I see it? Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 Are there questions I can ask or is it a gut? How do I know if I'm talking to somebody that operates from a place of integrity, in your opinion? Well, you know, I do think that there are what your gut tells you. I mean, I should, you know, I don't want people to really go against that. But I think when you are interviewing, I think it's really asking those open-ended questions, Mm. those behavioral questions about things. So tell me about a time or how would you handle the situation? Or if this were to happen, what would be your response? And you know, how do you, would you justify this change? So it's really those open-ended questions so that the candidate can you really walk you through like what their thought process is. And I think from there, you can kind of understand like if they're problem solving, how they're problem solving. Are they using some of those integrity skills as they're problem solving through things? And then kind of asking a little bit about, you know, tell me about, a conflict that you had before with someone within the workplace. How did you handle that, you know? And then hearing how they handled that can really show whether or not they can model integrity. So I think that those are some areas and some ways that you can see it. That's great. And the open-ended question, in fact, Buffett uh, talks about some of those kinds of questions. For example, tell me about a time when you experienced a loss or something didn't go your way, but you did what was right. Mm-hmm. How did you react? So that's an interesting question, right? Because mm-hmm. we've all had times where maybe the result was not good, but we knew right. we operated right. correctly or mm-hmm. with integrity in, in, in an appropriate way. Is that an example of the kind of open-ended question you're talking about where you can learn a little bit about somebody's uh, sort of moral compass? Yeah, and I think that's an excellent question. I also think it gives you the opportunity to kind of dig in a little bit more to just really figure out, yeah, well, why? How did that make you feel? You know, did you ever have a situation like this before? Is this the first time? So you can kind of still dig in a little bit more. Um, but yes, an absolute excellent question because yes, the end result may not have been perfect. Right. But what did you do in that? You know, what was your behavior and what was your part in that? And what did you stay true th- to? I think is important. Now, some people might be thinking, well, this all sounds great. And, you know, in the real world, though, if I'm reporting to my manager or my company a bad result, even though I knew I operated with integrity, mm-hmm. I'm still delivering bad news to somebody mm-hmm. up the food chain. Right, you know, right. We didn't make the sale or we didn't get the deal or we lost some money, but we really acted with integrity. What about the fear that somebody might have of reporting bad news even though they know they operated with integrity. Well, I think at this point, I think you just have to do it, right? It's Unless just, the chips fall where they may? Yeah, and I think I would say this about the managers at um, GKB, but I would hope to be able to say this about managers working in any company and corporation. I respond positively to someone who says, you know what, you know, this is what happened, but here's what I did, right? So if someone came to me and they were honest about what happened, whether it was a shortfall or even if it was their fault, you know, that they didn't do something that they were supposed to do. They didn't meet a deadline, but they told me about it and they were open and upfront about it. I think that part is absolutely so important, Mm -hmm. right? Because then you'd only have one issue to deal with, right? You just have that issue to deal with the downfall. But let's say they didn't, and you still have to deal with the downfall. You heard that from someone else. Because the facts don't change, They don't, they don't. And so now you have two issues, right? So you have this issue of 
dealing with that, but then also saying, hey, kind of like what happened here? You know what I mean? And and again, this goes back to what we've talked about before is, you know, then that's when you have to do that investigation, if you will, mm-hmm. really to try to see if you can pull those facts together. Um, one of the things we want people to be doing all the time is really operating on what those facts say and not what the optics of the story says, right? But really, what do the facts say? And then have a conversation with them about that. But all in all, being able to come to your manager or be able to come to whomever yes. ahead of time and letting them know about the situation, I think that actually helps to build that integrity. And then that manager to be like, well, you know, even if something bad goes wrong, I know that Wex is going to tell me about it, right? So you, you've brought this up before, and what you're getting to here is the transparency and the communication, right? right? If you're stuck or it doesn't pass the smell test for you, talk to somebody, whether it's your manager, an HR professional in your organization, somebody who can actually help you work through it. Because I think your point is so well taken. If you do nothing about it, that's sometimes worse than making you know the right. bad decision, right? Yeah, because if you hope for the best, and then what if the best just doesn't happen, right? You have your fingers crossed and say, okay, well, maybe that file will go through and there won't have any errors and no one will know that I made a mistake, yeah. right? But then when it does happen, you know what I mean? Then it's like, now we have two issues, right? And I think we've talked before about distrust. And like trust is it's hard to rebuild when it's broken. The good thing about it is if it is broken, you know, we can work to rebuild it, um, but our goal really should be to try not to break it in the first place. Yeah, it's fragile, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then if it is broken, it's really important to say, hey, you know, I, I messed up and, you know, to hey, to take some accountability and then figure out how to build that again. So do you think it's okay then? I'm guessing you're going to say yes in an interview setting. If somebody asks you, you know, tell me about a mistake you've made or tell me about an error that was made. I used to ask people, if you saw something unethical happening in the organization, how would you react? Would mm-hmm. you just put your head down and say, well, it's not my problem? Or would you go to the person? Or would you go to a manager? And the answer I was always looking for was anything other than I would ignore it. Like if they said I would talk to the person or I'd go to a manager, but somebody who says, eh, you know, it's not my issue, not my problem. I'm just going to do my job. I always thought that was not a very good answer. Not a very good answer. I think for a number of reasons, right? Because I think once you know, even if you're not doing it, I still think you're kind of a part of the problem, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're seeing something happening. You know, it has a negative impact on the company, right? And you're choosing not to say something. So you're you know, complicit at that point, I, right? That's what, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe you didn't commit the issue or mm-hmm. the problem or whatever, but not saying anything could be a detriment to the company. So I feel like that would not be the the appropriate <laughs> answer what's, so here's a, whatsoever. Here's a tough one um, that just occurred to me as you were saying that. What if I, at some point in my career, made an ethical lapse, mm-hmm. um, you know, a bad call? Mm-hmm. And I'm asked about, you know, my work history and, you know, have I ever been in an, uh, a situation where uh, there was an ethical concern? Do I just answer it? Do I say, yeah, I made a bad yeah. call. I stumbled. Here's what I learned. Mm-hmm. Because I would think ignoring it is probably not a good uh, strategy either. Um, thoughts on how to address it if something like that has occurred in somebody's career? I go back to what we talked about before when we talked about interviewing. You just have to admit it, right? And you should you should have that accountability right away. So who do you know that hasn't made a mistake, right? I mean, so we've all made mistakes. And so I think what's important is when people recognize that they made those mistakes, right? And then they take ownership of those mistakes. And then we try to do better moving forward, right? In that interview, it's talking about that, 
So you want to talk about what happened? I think it's also important to talk about what you've learned, um, but then mm -hmm. also what you can do moving forward, right? So you know, here's what happened. Um, in it, I learned that I probably should have shared that information sooner rather than later. Right. You know, maybe I thought Susie was going to share it, or maybe I thought somebody else was going to share it. No, at the end of the day, it's like us looking at what do I need to do to protect the company, right? Yeah. What do I need to share? So sharing that information right away, I think, in, in an interview is great and. I, as the interviewer, would be happy that that individual was saying, hey, you know, yes, I made a mistake, right? You know, but here's how I got back up on my feet, because it happens to everyone. Great conversation, great insight, as always, from our senior director of HR, Daphne Ursu. And we have more of Hired right around the corner, right here on the Good Karma Brands Radio Network. This is Hired. The GKB Recruitment Show, alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. Here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired, heard coast to coast on the GKB Radio Network. And Daphne, we are joined today by Jackie Waltz. I love that name because it sounds like we're going to dance. I know, it's fun. Which I am not a good dancer. <laughs> I'll bet you're much better at it than mm. I am. Jackie is with Fleet Farm. She is here to share more about the Fleet Farm story, about recruitment and opportunities at Fleet Farm. Jackie is with a field that is near and dear to your heart. <laughs> Human HR, resources. Yeah. HR. So, so excited that you are here, Jackie. I mean, really, tell us your story. So, how did you end up at Fleet Farm? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I've been with Fleet Farm, it'll be five years in May. All of my time here has been in HR. I came in a time uh, where the company was in transition and really looking to build the HR function within the organization and what that looked like. So, I came in as a regional HR manager meaning I had a group of stores that I oversaw for the company. And from there, just really building what does HR look like within the company from an engagement perspective, a recruitment perspective, a benefits, just really that total package for the team member. Um, and a team member is what we call our employees. Same here. Yeah. So, you know. And you do that very intentionally, right? I mean, we all know that what an employee is or mm -hmm. an employer is. But it sounds like you guys made some kind of intentional decision to call mm -hmm. them team members. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they are. We're all a team. We're in it together. And an employee just seemed a little bit more harsh or cold. So we went with the team mm. member just to get that team atmosphere. And I love that because that reminds me of teamwork, one of our, our core values, too. So just I think that also probably plays something into it in terms of like core values and mission and vision for your company. Yep. Right. Absolutely. It yeah. Is. Yep. Yeah. Talk about that for a moment, because I, I went on and looked at uh, the website. Obviously, uh, anybody in Wisconsin know, knows the name and know, knows the brand. But I did a little bit of uh, digging and Daphne and I have discovered on this show. Right. In your world, there is the technical aspects of HR benefits and you know questions that have to be answered around payroll and all that, but the culture and sort of the um, core values of a company are really so important, aren't they? Whether you're recruiting or retaining people, talk a little bit about that at Fleet Farm. Yeah, so we've been around since 1955, and really the foundation of what Fleet Farm was started on was that Midwest values. We really strive to be part of the communities that we're in. We want to be local. We don't want to just have our stores there. We want to be a part of it. So we, in our existing stores, and anytime we go into a new market, we really focus on how can we be part 
part of that. So we focus on our core pillars is kind of what we call them, mm-hmm. which is, you know, youth sports, the fishing, hunting aspects of it, the farm piece of it, military first responders. So we do um, a ton of different events to focus around those, whether that's from Kids Fishing Day to Shop with a Hero or Shop with a Cop, depending on what market mm. we're in. We work with the Salvation Army at the holiday season. So we just have a variety of different things that we do to be a part of that community. So ultimately, we want you to know we're local, that you shop local, and we're here to work for you and work hard with and for you. Wow. So it's not just a store. It's no. part of the community the fabric of the community. Uh, On Hired, we're talking to Jackie Waltz, Director of Field Human Resources at Fleet Farm. I love all that, uh, Jackie. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about the opportunities that you have available at Fleet Farm? Yeah, so we have basically three areas that we have within Fleet Farm, and those would be our retail locations. By the end of the year, we'll be at a total of 49 for those and I'll go into those jobs right now. So a variety of entry-level positions and a variety of departments. If anyone's been in our stores, I mean, you could work in the clothing department, you could work in logistics, which would be stocking shelves, that type of thing, cashier. We have lawn and garden is huge for us in the spring. So if you have a green thumb um, and you're looking for some part-time work I'm during out. that time That's of me. season. I'm, I was good on clothing and logistics. <laughs> the yeah. plant's my area. We'll, we'll so train you. We'll, would we'll you? Train. Okay. Absolutely, we'll train. Um, on that. So um, we have Toyland, you know, which is also another huge event for us in the fall and just gearing up for the hunting season and then rolling right into the holiday season. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Tell us a little bit about like what does that right candidate look like? I know you have a different opportunities in different areas, yeah. but there's probably like some core level of like what kind of candidate yeah. that you're looking for. Absolutely. So really we're just looking for somebody who is excited to come work. Customer service is huge with us. Um, it's not that hard, right? At the end of the day, just be kind. Um, put that smile on your face. And, you know, I joked that we could train you on lawn and garden, but we can train anyone mm-hmm. um, on any area of positions that we have, but we're just really focused on that core value of customer service because that's at the key of everything we do. We want to take care of the team um, and the community around us. So Jackie, some people might come in because they think this might be a great opportunity or a good job for me for a while. Others might be looking for some kind of growth trajectory Mm -hmm. and maybe they want to advance into management Mm -hmm. or supervisory roles. Talk a little bit about growth at Fleet Farm and is that important to you? Do you talk about that? What does that look like? Yeah, it's huge uh, within our organization, and we have a variety of different career paths a team member can take. You know, if it's in the retail store, we have management positions, we have human resource positions, we have loss prevention positions. So you have the opportunity to, you know, grow from that hourly team member into even a lead role, which is, um, you know, that next step, and then ultimately into that managerial role. We have a lot of people that will start out in the retail um, store or in our distribution and will transition into our corporate office, you know, and that might be into a merchandising role, that might Mm -hmm. be in an inventory control position, that might be in accounts payable. So there's just a huge variety of ways your career um, can grow within the organization. Yeah, it's good. 
Is there anything else that we need to know about Fleet Farm? Um, I don't know that there's anything else you need to know. I just um, want to reiterate that we are a great organization. Mm -hmm. um, we care deeply for our team members and the communities we serve in. We have a great benefit package. I think one of the things that sets us apart from others is we have 20% discount. Mm -hmm. For our employees. Wait, so if I'm a Fleet Farm team member, I saw the discount in your eyes. <laughs> and so in addition to my benefits and my pay and yeah. other um, benefits that I might uh, be entitled to, I can shop with mm -hmm. a 20% discount. You absolutely can. Okay. And we also open that up to your family members. That would be open to your parents. That would be open okay. to any spouse. Um, what about my favorite the, HR director? Yeah. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, you know, For my 15 plants. Yes. So, yeah. Um, no, but that's really great, right? Yeah, because it really is. the culture, right? If there was no culture, but you got a 20% discount, that's a different story. Absolutely. What you're describing is a family and mm -hmm. beliefs and right. vision and not or some really nice economic benefits. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I guess such awesome opportunities, not only from a you know culture perspective, but really from a benefits perspective too. So tell us how we can learn more. Yep, absolutely. So you can go to our website, careersatfleetfarm.com. Let's say it again slowly so folks who might be thinking about this can uh, check it out. <laughs> absolutely. Careersatfleetfarm.com. And then you can choose from there which um, division you're looking for. Again, um, as I mentioned before, whether that's the retail locations, the distribution, or the corporate positions you can choose from there. All of the positions then will be out there listed. So Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. That's wonderful. Well, thanks for sharing the story because, you know, Fleet Farm is one of those great, I think, iconic uh, brands. And for you to describe it as I knew you would, frankly, without even having met you, that mm -hmm. it's not just a store that has amazing variety and uh, pricing, but there's actually a culture behind right, it. Right. Um, I'm always interested in hearing that. Mm -hmm. And uh, you did not disappoint because, right. I mean, this is a Daphne, 1955, right. right? The origins of a company like this. Mm -hmm. So is that history like still sort of alive and yeah, discussed absolutely. in your company? Yep. It's um, ingrained in everything we do. So absolutely alive and well. And like I said, you know, when they started, it was that foundation on the Midwest values. And that continues today to be our, our focus. Well, Just, we sure appreciate that. Yeah, sure do. And I love that culture piece again. I just got to point that out again because that's what people are looking for when candidates are looking for roles. They want to know that culture is important to that organization before they join. So Absolutely. great. So yeah, thank the days you. of just well, what are the hours? What's I the know. pay? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. that's important. Yeah, but, yeah. Boy, there's so much more. Absolutely. So yeah, and you really helped tell that story. So yeah, thank you, great. Jackie. Thank you so much, Jackie thank Waltz you. with Fleet Farm, telling us the story of a great Wisconsin company. And let's repeat the website one more time. Yep, it's careersatfleetfarm.com. Thanks for being here, Jackie. Thank you. More of Hired on the GKB Radio Network coming up. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Well, we covered a lot as usual today, Daphne. We talked about a new marketing consultant position in Milwaukee to understanding the importance of integrity in recruiting and building a winning business culture. And of course, we thank you for joining us. And don't forget, you can hear this show and all of our hired programming anytime on demand at goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. For studio producer Chris Larson, show producer Aaron Tratner, and leadership coach Steve Wexler. I'm Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, and this is the Good Karma Brands Radio, Radio Network. Network.